This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good morning from the Leaders Credit Studios here in Memphis, where the temp this morning was in single digits. Wind chill below zero. MLGW asking John and other customers to conserve energy. And we're expected to get another round of some sort of precipitation here tomorrow. So we'll see how crazy it gets. I got brave enough to drive in today. Jeff basically guilted me into it. And I told him that as he left his own show, uh, which you should be listening to from 9 to 11. But I am here. I tell you what. I mean, Germantown Parkway, all three lanes are pretty much plowed off. Poplar's got one lane on both sides that you're pretty good in. Take your time if you have to drive in. It's probably safe to say double the time you usually would. Uh, but for the most part, at least for right now, streets feel pretty safe. At least that's coming from a guy who didn't get on them till today, for the most part, for the most part. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has interviewed for another open open head coaching spot. We will talk about that and whether or not there are going to be other head coaching openings. We're still kind of waiting on Dallas and Philadelphia to see what happens there. Uh, go ahead and put Drake on the injury list now, too. He goes right on there with the Grizzlies. I don't know if you saw that, but there's been a postponement. At least a, I was reading the Daily Memphian, the uh, the Daily Word. Hmm. He's had to postpone because of an ankle injury. Drake. Oh. The Drake. Yes. Oh, Seems out. like everybody's going down. You, if you're Singers associated with Memphis, you're going down. And maybe that's fake news. Well, so you never know coming from me on Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Grizzlies, too, bring in the son of Scotty and Larsa Pippen. Oh, my. Can we get a round of applause for that? I'm yeah. not sure that Larsa gets enough credit for Scottie Pippen Jr.'s existence. We're always talking about the son of Scottie Pippen, right? Yes. This is also the, the son of Larsa Pippen. And perhaps we'll oh, okay. have Larsa and, and Marcus Jordan uh, at a game in the future. Grizzlies obviously signing <laughs> Scottie Pippen Jr. to a two-way deal. John, have I gotten to all the news yet? Uh, I think so, for the most part. I don't have anything else. How are you doing over there? That's the other part of the news. Y'all holding it down over in Germantown? We're fantastic, you okay. know. Uh as we have, you know, talked about time and time again, you know, I'll be in my dungeon until I no longer can be. So, well, your you know, dungeon's got some passes, pretty, pretty good sound. Me. Calkins was saying as we, you know, after I'd uh, uh, really had to go toe to toe with him about guilting me in here, he was saying you sound really good. Your setup sounds really. Yeah, good. And I had to agree with him. Like your audio. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, like we got a here. we got a pretty yeah. you know high level microphone setup over you got here. A nice little you know, setup I up in the attic. In, in 2024, you know, I think it's, you know, it's actually really easy. It's not a very elaborate thing. It's just a microphone that plugs into the USB port of my, uh, my desktop and, uh, we're, we're, we're off and running. I mean, the technology is pretty amazing with Zoom and everything that we can do now. So yeah, I appreciate it. So it's pretty awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, you sound good. You sound safe. At some point, you're going to have to get out there and get the snow off your car and get back out here. Maybe it'll be after a, you know, whatever we get hit with tomorrow. I'm just I'm just glad I'm, I've got you. I've got Brad. We're all here together, uh, sort of trying to push our way through. If I might. I will say, uh, oh. I will say real quick, it you was can... funny. Like, uh, <clears throat> I was two two or three outlets downstairs had stopped working. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, like, you know, it was just oven wasn't working. Now, we weren't supposed to be using oven anyway, but mm. it wasn't working. Uh, and the TV wasn't working. And uh, For real? My, of all people, my man, Charles Fishman, he helped me get my uh, my uh, electricity working back downstairs. Just had to go flip some breakers, you know. Oh, the breakers flipped, yeah. But yeah. but uh, mm. somehow he knew which breakers to flip, uh, which I, I need to look into as to how the hell he knew which ones exactly. Did you FaceTime but, uh, him or he just told you? Yeah, we FaceTimed, yeah. Oh. 
Um, a shout out to Engineer Allen, who's on the roof of our building right now, clearing our satellites so that we can get not only the national stuff, so that we can distribute the Grizzlies and be on the air today. Uh, I, I'd just like to recognize Alan Smith, our engineer. Shout out to Alan. Yeah, Alan's up uh, there cause, literally cause on the roof. We were going to have to ask Jason to do it if Alan didn't. No, so. I, no I did enough just driving in here. I, I, again, that's Thank you for uh, both being on today. How's, how's the studio feel, Jason? Are they conserving? Um, from what I can tell. You know, okay. You know, we're down to the skeleton crew. The only the the ones con- that necessarily have to be. Is it, is it, is it over? Is the, the conserving over? Or are we still doing that? You know, you need to still be doing it in your homes, you MLGW customers. The, you, okay. you are the main, you're the main group that we're aiming at. So cut it on down. I had a similar thing this morning, and I'm I, uh, major interrogation coming when I get off this show. My television, my main television, as I was leaving the house today, had come yeah. earlier than usual was out. Faith was trying to unplug, plug back in, oh. uh, put new batteries, and remote would not come on. This is the main television the, the, now the that you want to watch TV. Bears yeah, beautiful, and Philly on. Yeah, we, exactly. It's only, it's, only been, it's only five years old. Oh, no. It was out this morning as I'm leaving. Potentially devastating news. Chris, the last one up last night that was on it. Mm-hmm. So as I told John coming on here, I've got a Tony Armstrong-like interrogation after you know you done messed up. Yes, I'm a junior. I'm going to be on him as soon as I get home about what happened. And so John, it, I, if that thing ain't on by the time I get home. So I don't know if that's associate, if that's any way. Of, John's was a breaker. John's was a breaker. Yours got, might just be a bad TV. Your breakers it's, are okay. Dude, I will say, you, John, if you were here, you would see Jason Smith looks like he is walking down Michigan Avenue in Chicago. He has a white Bears cap on. He has his orange Bears hoodie on. And I might add, a spectacular uh, hill figure. This this Jeff puff, said the same thing. He complimented this puffer me on jacket. Again. I am not even capping here. This thing is like. Do I look good today or something? You look See? fresh as well, hell, bro. You. Like that, maybe it's just because you, you haven't seen me since Friday. No, like you look like you could hit the slopes with well, that hill you. finger thing. It's, it's, I look it, like dude looks, out there skiing. You look uh, up sharp. And down yeah. Madison. So or there Union. you go, John. There's the report on John, Jason's wardrobe. In there the you studio. go, John. The the winter drip. Everybody's excited about the snow. We have to get this show set up, John. Yep. Oh, we do. Yes, and we have a big one. Oh, yeah, man. What a, what a show we have today. Um, <laughs> Jeff Calkins, we're going to move some things around. Jeff Calkins is going to join us. Good. Uh, I can confront him again. Yeah, well, the uh, it, it all continues. It all continues, man. Uh, it's just, a, you know, all roads lead he, back I to I feel Calkins. like he's been telling us for about three days, get on these roads. That's what I feel like he's been telling yeah, us. Yeah, you know, he does that. He yeah. does that. He's the king of shaming me into not being on the, you know, he's like, you, you, know, you better get on the roads. I'm on the roads. I'm like, bro. That, Roads ain't that, so that bad. That means nothing to me. That means nothing to me that you're on the road. Now, there is okay? a, if Jeff can do it in that minivan, I, there are some of us that start to feel the guilt, man. It starts, well, I better get on out there. there doesn't work on and, me. And, and he I'm was, immune to He was tactics. uptown. He was downtown that first day uh, to set the scene. You know what I'm saying? So he does. He, it, 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 the guilt is heavy. And it worked I on just, me. I just hate driving on on winter roads. Okay, it's again, just one some, of my a lot of the main roads, John, have been plowed off. And so, anyway, yeah, we'll yeah, get you in here yeah, at some point yeah, next week, yeah, and everything right. will be fine. You've got the nice uh, cozy. So Jeff Cog is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. We'll talk to him uh, about uh, everything going on, including maybe even a debate uh, that 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 we may talk about here momentarily. So we'll do that at eleven twenty-five. Around twelve thirty-five, Adam Chernoff from right, not the left, the right. Angle Sports is going to join us. So we'll have the left and the right. We'll face off at 1235, um, and we'll talk all things NFL. Jason, they did have a playoff release this morning. Oh, interested to hear what it is. Usually those are right. And And see if it jibes with what, uh, yeah, Uh, you about to tell me? Does it jibe with what? I think the left and the right have come come together. together. Can we get that a round of applause? That's always good. Now, what what do you this think? They, if I if I told you that they agreed with one of your picks, which one do you think it was? So it's one of the two that we disagreed on. I'm correct. Taking, hmm. Baltimore. Correct. Hmm. I'm really you're hitting correct. lately in this NFL thing. You're We're starting to see the, you're, you're seeing the board pretty good. Five and one last week. Come you're, see me. You're seeing the board pretty good. Right that now. makes me feel like absolute dog crap about my uh, about my uh, Texans pick here. Yeah. But you jumped on hey. too late, John. <laughs> on the it, it looks like that that could be the case. Uh, but Adam's going to join us at twelve thirty-five. Talk to him about that game. Obviously, the Chiefs, Bills, Forty uh, ers Packers. Lots to get to with him uh, at twelve thirty. 
five. Did you see the reporter who asked Todd Bowles about the weather in Detroit? No, I did not. The reporter asked him if he is doing anything to prepare for the frigid temperatures in Detroit. And then, of course, Todd reminded the reporter that they play in a dome. That's sad. That Todd so, had to do that for that uh, reporter. He said, we won't be doing anything to prepare for that 20 seconds where we get off the bus and then go under the thing. I'm, gl- then- I'm glad Bowles put him in his place with some common sense. Because some of y'all were trying to fire Todd Bowles. And yeah. I, and I'm looking dead at you. Okay? <clears throat> so back well, off. I, I mean, look, it's... it's there, it, there's a it, chance they, they win early. this week, man, with the pressure they can get the way they blitz. We'll see. We'll see. It's early. Yeah, so Bowles anyway, we'll talk to Adam Chernoff about all that uh, at 1235. Uh, and then at 125, Norton Hurd the fourth is going to join us. We'll talk all things Memphis basketball with him. I was watching Billy uh, last night. They had it on uh, one of the ESPNs or something, playing for Camden, knocking down threes yeah, in a big national. Now, did you know, game. Jason? Did Oof, you know? Did I know what I was? I, I'm, I'm scouting this kid. I don't know why anymore since he's headed to Kentucky. He's Apparently, you know that I that I saw him play last, two weeks ago. Really, Bartlett? Yeah, I went to. Oh, you I went, went to Houston. I, you never oh. even talked about it. You never even talked yeah. about it. That's. That's what we send you out for, man. Come on. You didn't talk about the experience. It's my, it's my first. It's the first high school game I've seen in I don't even know how Eons. long. Yeah. Um, okay. His team sucks. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, he was doing everything for him. Yeah. What I saw but, last I mean, night. You, can, you can see the, you know, in transition, when he gets out there in that open floor, he is unstoppable. I mean, that is that is where he is at his absolute best. Um, I mean, he just gets, he gets ahead of steam and good night. Yeah, he has um, developed into one heck of a stud. But it's just so hard because that team is bad uh, that he plays on um, this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, this year, yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that uh, and more here on the show. So that's the show today. Looking forward to it as always. <coughs> uh, but should start with college basketball. Uh, Memphis, as many people know, uh, even though they don't act like it, is a top ten team in America. Don't you agree with that that statement, by the way? I don't know if you heard me all with Jeff, but um, it feels like Memphis is the least top 10-treated team that has ever lived in the top 10. I, I listened to you, and what immediately occurred to me was, you're right, there's some of that, and there's doubt. But I thought about from the other side, this is the first time you've been ranked this high this late in the season since 2008-9. And so wow. as relevant as we make this basketball team, right, and, and it should be because of the resources that are poured into that program and the way it's covered and the way that this fan base is. I mean, and you see it sort of coming back now, this excitement about what this team could do. It's been so long yeah. since you've been here in this spot and with really this realistic a chance to make some noise this late in the season. It's different, John, and, and that's what I'm saying. you got to go back through, you know, the, the beginnings of, of, of Penny, where he's learning on the job, back through Tubby, back through Josh, all the way to Cal last year there, Tyreek. And it's really those last two. And 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 so you've been gone in that way from the national conversation, at least at this point in the season. It's all about – it's always been about Memphis trying to get in. And so for those that have, you know, still got their doubts or have said, you know what, it's been a long time since I've seen a Memphis team that I could depend on that's going to make a second weekend – I think that's uh, that's as much of it, John, as as any sort of man. I will never respect Memphis because it's just a you know a a, a a a a program that's always you know come up short. I think it's some of that, man. You haven't been this relevant this late in the season since oh eight oh nine. Yeah, no, I think that's true, and and I also think probably people have not seen. Uh, you know what I think it is, Jason. Because some of them they're not watching. I agree with that point you're making. If that's where you're going. Yeah, Memphis is on ESPN Plus all the time. And so, well, I do you think, blame them for not wanting to see Memphis versus no, Tulsa, Memphis versus UTSA? You know, thinking that they should take care of business. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't thankfully, they did. But that's where, again, that's where this league kills you. Oh, absolutely, I agree with that. You, you have horrible exposure. You're right. Like, not that you necessarily need it, but it's so much easier to find Purdue, Tennessee. You know. You any Big Twelve team? It's so much they're on ESPN all the time, and you're you're gonna like if you want to watch Memphis play, you have to really go find them, you know. And that's I think a detriment to the coverage of Memphis um, nationally. So I understand it. I mean, I do. I just I just feel like that's why 
you know, if it feels like Memphis doesn't get the the, the coverage or the treatment, you know, that a top ten team normally would, um, I think that's a good, you know, reason why. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, again, John, you change it by continuing to win. Like the the uh, the more you rise up the rankings, the more you add on to this fourth best winning streak in the country. They're, you're going to turn those heads, and you'll turn those those whatever you're calling them haters, critics, doubters, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm calling you, them. You, I'm calling you, them haters, critics, I mean, doubters. You're, you're you're coming off a situation now where you've scored over a hundred points in the last two games. Like that's made national news. What 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 is Memphis doing? And the last one was in a forty minute regulation game that they go for what one twelve. I mean, I, I mentioned it yesterday to you. Last three halves of regulation basketball, they've scored fifty nine, forty nine, and sixty three points. If you haven't caught on yet. Uh, maybe you're in denial, but the point is they're, they're turning heads every time out, or at least the last two with offensively what they've done, and more importantly, keeping this win streak going. That That's the thing. What sucks is that you've got two against South Florida and Tulane that nobody's going to point to nationally and say, man, those are or great games, or I'll be tuned in for that one, right? There, there is no storyline with those games other than Memphis needs to win them, whereas, frankly... I mean, it's been tough enough for Memphis down at Tulane last couple of years. We know around here, uh, certainly the Sunday game is one you can't look past. If you can, you know, uh, uh, we know that deal with Tulane and Ron Hunter and, and Penny. I think, what you got swept by them last year. I think you've lost your last two at Tulane. But nationally, that doesn't resonate. But what does is keeping the winning streak going, John, staying in the top ten, and Memphis is set up to do that. So by the time you get to the end of this, or at least when you're playing uh, uh, FAU, you know, enough heads have been turned to that point now, and you've got all your respect, John. Uh, uh, clamoring for respect from game to game here, uh, you, you do better just continuing to win the games, and Memphis has shown a penchant for being able to do that. Yeah, look, that's... That's the way you end, get it, man. Keep winning. Yeah, All four, roads four are going to come back to yeah, that. Heard you yeah. and Jeff talking about it this morning. Four more ranked uh, uh, ranked teams went down last, including number nine, Baylor, so one ahead of you. I believe Baylor's number nine, John. Four more went down. Your 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 best strength right now is your consistency. You know the the way you've been able to put to string together these wins, and that's going in the end. That will stand out. That will stand out if so long as you continue to. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Yeah, you already know, man. It's like, you know, you just can't get enough, man. Do you ever feel like your work is done, Jeff? What's that? Do you ever feel like your work is quite done? Uh, I, You know what I felt like today after being on the radio for two hours? I felt like Memphis really needs more of me. You know, that was my instinct. I'm like, I need, you know, I didn't talk long enough. And so I was overjoyed to get the invitation from Jason to, uh, from you and Jason to join the show uh, again today. And I was this, also this, overjoyed. This the second time today you've definitely called me Jason. So I'm, I'm a little worried. You're, <laughs> you're slipping. Uh-oh. 
I don't know that people really understand the full. You, you happen to mention on my show that uh, that your power, that some of your things weren't working downstairs. And literally, because you mentioned it on the show, Fishman came to the rescue, reached out to you, and then told you how to fix your house from Washington, D.C. That's the kind of service we offer. It's really kind of, it was kind of a remarkable performance. It was, you know? because we tried to fix it yesterday to no avail. So, you, I don't know you what... tried to fix it yesterday to no avail. Well, there you go. Very yeah, so exciting, I and I was glad to see Jason. You know. Yes, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't actually. I totally understand, and 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 because your sound quality is so great, I actually do totally understand people who don't want to drive in this. And and I haven't been. I don't mean that I've been telling Jason said I've been telling people to to get out and drive. It is. I guess what I've been meaning to tell people is. If you choose to go out and drive, I don't think it's bad. Everything is fine. I, I, it's fine, and there's so few people on the road. Now, I said that, and as a literacy, I was driving a half mile from the station to my house. Some dude goes flying by me in his, uh, in his uh, pickup truck. So, But typically, I really have seen few people on the roads. There's, you know, there's a wide berth. It's you just poke along, and it's been. I, as I, I really do believe this, I certainly feel safer driving to and from today than I do on a normal day in Memphis, Tennessee, when when people are buzzing all over everywhere and might just shoot you. Here, um, you know, whatever. I, I literally have not seen. Jason, did you on your drive in? Did you see anyone? who was engaged in any kind of a mishap or fender bender or slid off the road or anything. I have yet to see any of those people. I did not. And I took uh, Germantown Parkway to Poplar and then made my way on over here to the yeah. to the Leaders Credit Union. Just students. get out there, go slow if you want to go and, and whatever. But if you're like John, I want to stay holed up in your house, I, I don't actually, I'm not actually going to shame you for that. You feel better, John? Yeah, I I love being at home. Okay. He's not shaking. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have everything good. I need. I have everything I need. Like, you know, our vending machine doesn't work at radio, you know? So I can go downstairs and mm. I can get a Diet Mountain Dew. I can get a Diet Coke, you know? I can get a snack, you know what I'm saying? Like, my con mm -hmm. my conditions are better. Perfect. You know? It just is what yeah. it is. Well, there you go. Well, I'm 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 thrilled you guys are on the air, uh, talking to the people. Uh, Jeff, let me ask you this: Lenardi has still got Memphis as a five seed. That gives John anxiety when he thinks about the disrespect that the program's getting, and more importantly, okay, where are you going to be your opportunities to move up? You know, what? Wh how concerned should we be with where the national pundits, especially those that are a little bit more down on Memphis, with where they've got them? Well, like Jerry Palm has him as a three, I think, right? Mm -hmm. he? I think Jerry Palm has him as a has him as a three. I don't see much. I do not see much um, much justification for having them as a five. But Lunardi's not just a you know he's not a whack job. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he he is a credible uh, he is a credible source on this stuff. Um, typically, by the time you get to Selection Sunday all the experts tend to coalesce around, you know, they all agree, you know, to the extent you look at the contests, the bracketology contests, and they're all within one or two spots of the other. Like they, it, there does a kind of consensus does tend to emerge mm -hmm. on these, um, you know, on, and, and I would be stunned if, if, if it were done today, if they would be a five, I think, it, you know, maybe, maybe a four, I hadn't noticed until until John started talking until yesterday. Was it yesterday that he went on the rant about the disrespect? I hadn't really noticed the disrespect. It all I runs really noticed, I hadn't noticed the disrespect. Like I hadn't really, um, and I'm pretty sensitive to disrespect of Memphis and all things Memphis. Um, and I hadn't really noticed it. Um, but I think it's just true. I think there's going to be skepticism about him, and I don't, you know, I don't know why. I, I you know. Is it historic? You can argue that it's Some based it. on the conference, but they, they clearly they've done what they've done. Um, you know, their, their pre-count non-conference resume. So, sure, 
be concerned. I'd be concerned in the sense that you might as well be concerned until I mean we saw the best passer team was the team that got screwed and you know had to play St. Louis, right? I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. and so a bad matchup and bad seeding can ruin a beautiful season. And so, sure, I'll be concerned about it, but I really do think I think that team has pretty much everything, you know. Uh, I'm so impressed by Quinterly, increasingly impressed by Quinterly. He's just been terrific. Um, and David Jones obviously is great, and that you know, and and Tomlin is a, is a is a piece. And, and I, he's still not close to I don't think what he will ultimately be for this team. I'm, I I just think they have you know I, I think they have they have everything you need to make a deep run. And so I do not have angst about it, although the five is a little surprising. It is unfortunate that. Michigan's not better. That Missouri last night is, you yeah. know, having a chance, losing to Alabama. Uh, I, Damon Stoudemire took some of the shine, a little bit of the shine off the Clemson home win because losing five yep. straight at Georgia Tech, he beats Clemson there in double overtime last night. So it, do, it does feel like after you put you put together this monster knockout and it's kind of broke in a way that you, you certainly hoped it would, that it would be stronger at least from uh, these other teams and them holding up their ends. That hasn't broken very well for you. No, Clemson moved from a quad one to a quad two on the, yep. because of that, yep. and that's you know that certainly doesn't help. Uh, you know, then Arkansas finally gets a win, and it's against Texas A and M. Like you know, like it it yeah. no, it has not it has not broken well, um, but um, I still think it's a it's still an impressive Agreed. it's still an impressive non conference schedule. And as we saw, and I think you know people have been saying like like the the, the net. You know, when you beat the hell out of someone the way they did, uh, which is state, you you, you, you see movement in the net. Yep. And um, and I and I know there's uh, there are those out there who say it doesn't matter, just win every game. And absolutely, just go ahead and go win every game. But it does matter. Anyone who says it doesn't matter it just isn't paying attention. Of course, it matters. It matters um, if you beat the hell out of people, or if you struggle, um, because it all goes into the it all goes into the soup. And so. Um, it was heartening to see that, and and um, I, there will be a stumble. You know, do, do, do you think there will be a stumble? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what the odds would tell you, probably, right? <clears throat> um, I also the point we made before you got on is that you know it, it may not be disrespect so much as it is ignorance, and and when you don't know, that's fair. Uh, you know, you, maybe your tendency is to. Because, like, we live in the content world, you know? We live in the, you got to have an opinion about everything. So it's not, it's never enough to just say, you know, I don't know. I haven't watched that team that much. So what's your instinct? Your instinct is to say, well, I just don't trust them. I don't really, do I take them seriously? Do I, do I, you know, that's because people, Jeff, they don't go on ESPN Plus. Right. And that's where Memphis lives. Well, and. That's a problem. That is, that is why. That is why the discourse nationally is what it is. It might, it's a big okay, contributing factor. This, is that true? Is that true? Like, very clearly, narratives have power, right? Narratives have power, and people who vote in the AP poll, particularly those, even people who are pretty, you know, tend to be responsible and take their vote seriously. You're exactly right. They don't see Memphis. They're not, you know, they're they're not watching Memphis every day. They're not. They're not. I don't think fully tuned in and. Um, but is there a distinction between AP voters and then ultimately what will happen in that in that selection? Uh, you know, in the in the conference. No, making, I mean no. But, but you know, those people thing, presumably the thing. should be. Plugged, Can I just interject right? really quickly here? Yeah, that's what college basket. That's what makes college basketball fun, right? It's not just about that day. It's not just about that day of the selection committee. It's about the 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 lead up to it. And so, you know, if you have to wait until the end of the season to get any kind of real cemented validation, like that's that sucks the fun. I mean, you're tenth. Even even the people who are quote unquote disrespecting you have you have you ranked tenth of the country. Is that disrespectful? Where would you have them? Yeah, well, I mean, they have no choice at this point. I mean, realistically, based so on they, what's happening they, around the country. But it took just, you know, it took a month and a half for them to get in the top twenty-five. Oh, I, I, I 100% agree with that, and I think there the narrative is what's holding sway. You know, it's it's the narrative about Memphis um, that has been you know built up over the years. 
and and it you know it, it in some way it's just like what they used to say about Pro Bowl voting in in the NFL, right? You people are voted on reputation, and it may be unfair, um, but that's very clearly what happens. Here's the point, though: they have been able to surmount that. Like they have been able to like at at some point they won enough, they had enough impressive wins, and now they've strung together enough wins. Period. That they have won over. Like they're starting to change the narrative, like the, you know. And now, in order to really change the narrative, they have to do something in the postseason, and that's a fair criticism of the program. They never do, right? Literally, when were they last in the Sweet Sixteen? Under Cal, yeah. So, yeah. if you want respect, I mean, I you know, listen, I buy the I buy the argument that they that they. That, that they were shafted because they didn't put in the top 25 soon enough. I 100% agree with that. But if I make the counterarguments, if you want respect as a program, get to the second weekend sometime. You know, stop saying, well, they don't respect us, they don't respect us, they don't respect us. All right, you got to go do it. You don't, I agree. When, when, when you don't even get to the freaking second weekend. Come on, it. man. Right. Do it. Right. The fact is you haven't been this relevant this late in the season since 08, 09. Those, those are the facts. Yeah. And those doubters have, you know, they've got – They've got those arrows to throw at you. I, I was listening to you two talk about, and I've seen a little bit on, of it on social media, the the Dalton Connect versus David Jones best player in the state debate. I just want to add my two cents, if that's okay with you guys, because it sounded like to me you guys were coming down on the wrong side of it, on the, uh, on the Connect side of it. Uh, David Jones is not as efficient as Dalton, but y'all didn't even consider you made me you made me so sad this morning. You didn't consider the defensive side at all. And the fact that Jones is leading his team in rebounding and double the steals of Dalton Connect. Jones very quietly is effective on both ends where Dalton Connect is, you know, not so much effective on the defensive end. Would you buy that? I don't think And he's averaging more points. I don't think I came down on the Dalton Connect side of it. I, I I literally just raised – what I did was raise the question, are the two best college players in the country – well, no, because there's one of them. You know, there's there's another one at, oh, at, yeah, at, you know, at Purdue, yeah, yeah. you know, 80, whatever. Yeah. But are the two best – you know, are, are two of the five best college players in the country – Oh, okay. Well, I completely misheard that. I thought you'd ask John which one the better – which no, which guy did, was the better I player. Did, okay. I, I did, and then I sort of – I did that, and then I raised that question. I did not mean to answer it because I don't – Honestly, I haven't seen enough connect. Like I was watching yesterday when he just went off, and then against Georgia, he went off. I mean, he is. And I saw Hollinger actually wrote a scouting report about him as a potential pro because people are watching him do what he did yesterday. Grizzlies fans are like, Grizzlies should get him, (laughs) you know. And um, and it is kind of interesting. He is um, he is projected to be unlike David Jones. He's projected to be a first rounder. But not a not a lottery type pick. Um, obviously, the scoring is really impressive. Uh, there's some question about his defensive ability at that level, but he certainly it's is what Tennessee needed. Yeah, um, yeah, he certainly is what Tennessee needed, and um, you know, I think he I think he raises the ceiling. Who knows? That program may finally be able to do something in the postseason. They got everything. You're talking about Memphis having everything. Tennessee's got everything this year. I know John would agree with that. Yeah, they don't really have any <clears throat> any holes. No holes. And I love Kai Ziegler. I mean, I uh, I think he's one of the best uh, you know gamer guards in the country. So their issue uh, used to be the long offensive stretches they would go where they couldn't get a bucket right, right? and that's what Connect does. That's where that's the yeah, hole you exactly. just filled with him at any time he can get it. By the way, uh, yeah. the uh, electric conservation alert has been lifted. Hey, it's over. It's over. turn on all the TVs that work. <laughs> Your toasters, that's been a big one. That, this, this will not literally change John's life at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. This, no, no, not. And I, you know what? I was telling my wife, like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that, um, because every time the power goes out here during the winter and it's mm-hmm. freezing, our pipes burst. We had, I mean, we, we just got, it took a year. It took a year to get everything back in order from last December, like we just got the job finished. So, what are you doing? Were you doing, you know, trickling the water and open up the cap? Yeah, of course. And were you course, doing the all stuff that. you were supposed but to? But it do? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you do all that and the power goes out. If the if that happens and the power goes out, you're cooked. Oh, you 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 had the pipes burst when the power went out. Yeah, you don't remember Double last whammy. December? The I remember. Like I remember your days. pipes burst. I but I forgot that it was because the power went out. 
Yeah, like yeah. it was it was such a miserable thing because the power had been out for like two days, and uh, we had to leave. The, you know, during Christmas, basically. Well, should we should we not then commend? ML? I mean, I know people love to to, to you know crap on MLG and W, and 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 justifiably so. It's not you know there's been some real issues, but this particular um, situation. Every time I look at the the power outage map, it's ninety nine point six percent of Memphians <laughs> have power. It's been pretty good. And I will say there was no ice this time. I mean, there's no you know, ice. There's would... no wind. It wasn't that. It was just snow yeah. and cold. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I don't. They have been uh, holding it down so far. Yeah, the ice is what scares the the hell out of me. Um, but yes, I was telling my wife like I'm grateful that you know we have the things we need. We have heat. We have electricity. And because uh, when the power did finally come on last December, after a couple of days, our entire kitchen was submerged. So it was um, it was a disaster in every sense of the word. So um, and I think that was, that was the case for a lot of people. Lifted. A lot of people had that. So Sam Hardiman, who was on with me this morning, said he was going to go make a piece of toast yesterday. And he decided not to make a piece of toast because he was asked not to. Like that's that's true that, citizenship, don't you think? That's the kind of sacrifice they write about. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's the greatest generation stuff, right there. You know? Yeah. Jason, how did you how did you conserve? What was uh, your most? I, I did put all the thermostats on sixty eight. That was wow. my con- that was my contribution. Now it didn't help the TV. What, what TV were still they like went out previously. Uh, usually, I keep them around seventy seventy one ish. Yeah. Uh, something like that. You so touched I, it down. That's so I, I, I brought him down. I brought him down. I did my part. That's uh, <sighs> this is this this brings a tear to my eye. Just how yeah. now we and you know that's that's Memphis. That's Memphis. Memphis Memphis strong. Memphis strong. You Je- know, Jeff. Where, respect. Where, 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 go ahead, John. I was just gonna say when we're asked to come together to conserve energy mm-hmm. for the TVA. Look at us. We don't eat toast. Yeah. We drop our thermostats. We suffer ourselves. It's just it's Beautiful it's thing. inspirational. So some of the things that I've heard on this show today, Jeff, respect burger to you and going out and finding that skier, and still at it, the ability to go out and find the story to get the story that everyone is talking about. <laughs> we had all seen him. I'd seen him in a Ron Childers uh, weather report. Him literally going up Union. Others had seen him on Madison. Then I see him on Bill. And you tr- you in your minivan tracked him down. Tracked him down. It's yeah. so impressive, man. Respect was, burger to uh, you. It was good luck to find him. I, I mean, I think it's inevitable. If you were driving around, you would run into the dude. He was just <laughs> cross-country skin everywhere. And uh, as I said in my column, why the hell? Like, the question is, why do you have cross-country skis in Memphis? That makes no sense. And it's because he lives in Colorado. He was back home where he grew up in Massachusetts over Christmas and had his skis with him, lest he use them. And then... He works in Memphis, and he didn't go back home to Colorado before he came to Memphis, and so he just lugged the skis along, and he's staying at the Memphian Hotel and just said, you know what, right, let's get out there. And he said, because there's no plowing, essentially, um, <laughs> it's perfect conditions for cross-country skiing. You know, it's interesting. Crying, Je- you know? Je- Jeff just told me off the air he's getting the exclusive with the guy who broke into Jim Cantore's uh, truck. Which was later. also at yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. So we got another. This guy was smart to be on big story coming in the Daily Memphian. With all due respect, like, I don't want anyone to, I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy who blames the victim. But how the hell do you leave anything in your truck in Memphis? With all due respect, like, do you ever leave anything in your car in Memphis? What are you thinking? What, what are you? What only the you only thinking? the gun if you're in Memphis. Yeah, I mean the guns yeah, in the car. Yeah. Like I, well, he was in, he was in a parking garage. Is that where you're it was? Blame the victim. I think it was at the it was at the Memphian Hotel, wasn't it? Or is in that area? Blame. In the parking garage. Of oh. the, was it in the? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, so I, I, in fairness, Jeff, like. You don't maybe think a weather like truck. That. You have to leave everything in there. You can't like you've got all kinds of equipment. Victim blaming whatever. going on here. That's that was crazy. Well, what honest, Jeff just did. This, this is tr- well. I've done it before because <laughs> I, I, I had a very unpopular segment sometime in the last year when I think it was after one of the shootouts at Huey's or something like that, and I'm it, which was which was prompted by someone breaking into the car, and I basically said. If none of you people would leave your guns in the car, we wouldn't have this problem. Like, it wouldn't be – like, literally, if, if, if criminals knew that by breaking into your car, they weren't going to find anything, 
they would stop breaking into cars. Like it, and by the way, and they wouldn't be as armed. The problem here is you people who leave your guns in the cars. And I then opened the phone lines. I said, why the hell would you leave your gun in the car? Like, what, what is wrong with you people, right? And, the, and I absolutely got besieged yep. with calls. I was yep. And they all, they all said the same thing. They, basically, they're like, there are places you can't bring your gun. If you're, you're going in a place where they serve alcohol, you can't bring your gun. And these, and these people are like, and I'm not going anywhere without my gun. And so that's why we bring our guns. Now, I still am not sympathetic to that argument. Yes, I think Jason's exactly right. If that's, if that's true, if you need a gun when you're going to Huey's, driving to Huey's because you feel like there's going to be a shootout on 240, that's fine. But then have a gun safe. So I'm going to blame those victims, too. If you, get, if you get your gun stolen out of your car, it's your own damn fault. Should have a gun and safe in that Alley, John. And you get, you get yeah. your crap stolen out of the car in Memphis, Tennessee, it's your own damn fault. How's that for a hot take on a cold day? Take that, Cantor. Didn't the chief of police get hers weapon stolen out of well, her vehicle? Uh, totally They got CJ, too. They sure did. They, they got, got the CJ boss. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing, though. Like, who does that, right? I mean, just crazy. You know, I, I, you don't leave anything in your car. You know, help us all. Help yeah, but why the hell would Jim Cantori car. know that? How, oh, Jim Cantori can't freaking. You know, can't. He said, well, uh, I mean, I, I'm, you know, it's, oh, I'm in you, Memphis. You They're not leaving anything of value in my car. You think the secret that there's a Memphis, the crime problem is Memphis hasn't escaped our uh, borders? You think it's, uh, it's our own little secret here that people don't know that people get robbed in Memphis? Well, no, I, the, I, like Jim doesn't live here, though, is my point. I don't. So uh, you're okay, asking let's, Jim let's to honest. know things you, about you, Memphis. I mean, everywhere it says don't leave valuables in car, though. That, that goes for outside of Memphis, in, too. Yeah. If you put me in St. Louis or Detroit or Miami or Washington, D.C. or Houston or any other freaking major city in America, I'm not leaving crap in my car. Like, come on, man. Seriously? It applies. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that common fundamentally. Sense. But Jeff, common sense. I don't even think it's Memphis. Yeah. It's any city. It's That's any right. city. Don't do it, man. I mean, it's too it's bad. Things, it it's, not, too it's, bad. Not like, it's not like uh, Jim was out here, you know, uh, putting it on Twitter or anything like that. I mean. It was just reported. No, that's fine. But it's just reality. It's too. It is too bad. It's reality. You know, you can't. You can't pitch up, pick up hitchhikers anymore either, John. Like, there's the world has changed. You know, like you can't leave. I, the, I, I don't even stop to help nobody. Yeah, you can't. Can't leave s in your car. I nearly said that word, and uh, I think I might have. And um, and yeah, it's just the, the world. It's a. It's a different world now. You know. So um, if I I'm see if I see somebody who needs help on the side of the road. Uh-huh. I just keep on driving. Stop and pick them. Yeah. Hell <laughs> no. I mean, what do you want me to do? You want me to start a GoFundMe for Jim Cantori? Jim that's Cantori for everybody else, isn't it? Yeah, lost his laptop because it was stolen out of his car. Dumbass. No, I'm, hey, just, uh, I'm sorry. Hey. I, I, he's not a dumbass. He's a great American. <laughs> he have done that. Yeah. Uh, hey, advice for Kalen DeBoer? He's replacing a pretty good coach. Well, uh, advice for Kalen DeBoer. Just trying to think, you know. I've had to replace George Lapidus as the senior old head in, mm. in, um, in Memphis Radio. And it is done it heavy. swimmingly. And, 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 and it is, as you can tell, it's a freaking disaster. It's a real problem, you know, being the man after the band. Josh Pastor knows how it feels. I know how it feels. It is interesting. Like, I'm pretty optimistic about Kalen DeBoer, right? I think good coach, everything else. But you just look at the record of who replaced Spurrier, who replaced Tom Osborne, who replaced Lou Holtz, who were like, you go, to, you go to right down the line of the who replaced Bear Bryant. They're all fired. Like, they're all, they're all fired. So it's a, I, I, I think the safest thing to guess is sometime in the next five years he'll be fired. Don't you think? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would probably be the favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I think probably. he, I think he will do a good job if he makes the right hire. Really I think that's important yeah. for him. And you I know. think the key is to just, you know, obviously with the expanded playoff, I think it makes it easier, right? Because you mm-hmm. can, you can, as long as you're in the twelve team playoff, and they should be. 
I think that gets people off your back a little bit. And so that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a much easier task than being in the 14 playoffs. Yeah. But I mean, people probably will, uh, people will probably judge him pretty harshly. Um, down there is people, my guess. People will certainly judge him harshly. And I, uh, cause, cause, and, cause here's the thing, Alabama, Alabama, this is just true. They are going to uh, start losing games that they never lose. And would they have would they have with Nick Saban? In other words, given the changing SEC, Texas, I don't think so. Oklahoma. I mean, it, it, I mean, it wasn't happening yet. No, you know? no, I agree. So I think I think what's good, like Alabama's going to lose to like a Tennessee or a, and then, which they did that under Saban, but yeah, they did. Of course, uh, they're going right. to lose like a Kentucky. They're just going to they're just going to lose to somebody uh, or a Florida that they're just not used to losing to. And it's gonna make people go bananas. I and believe that's that gonna to be, be true. The and that's why I think the safest bet is that in the next five years we get fired. Even um, though I, I like the hire, I like the hire, I like the defensive guys. He's just hell. He just hired the the head coach from the University of Buffalo uh, to be a defensive assistant coaching defensive backs. <laughs> you know, um, and so he hired another coach to be the DC, another head coach to be the DC. People think he's great. People think he's super smart. He's obviously good at identifying quarterbacks. Um, I just think it's a really hard situation that he's in. And as you point out, I think the, the scrutiny and the expectations are are uh, are crazy. And so, can he satisfy them? I, I think the odds are, are odds are that he will not. It's tough, man. It's tough because it's pro- it's like one of those things where you have to take that job if you're him you know i really think it's one of those things that you just cannot say no to but i think the human element like like what like you know this you think if you're dan lanning obviously. though you did if you're dan lanning you did not have to take the job no That's i don't think so because you're, you're, you're in oregon you're in oregon man you got right. freaking phil knight behind you you know um right. like i i just like it i know it's not the same scale but even though it was obvious for me to take the job that I have now, uh, and you know this personally, I was not like super, you know, like, oh my God, like this is amazing. It wasn't like that. You know, it was like I have a lot I have to prove. And it gave me like, <laughs> like everything else does, it gave me great anxiety um, until, you know, we, we, we got to a point where, okay, this is working. People are listening. People are accepting us, you know. I, and I, I, I would that wonder. That is true. If, you guys are a success story. You followed, you fired a wild success story and became a success story of your own. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's hard, and you need some luck. And um, you know, you have to have people that really believe in you to do that. Uh, but it's 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 doable. It can be done. And uh, again, I just I don't know enough about Kalen DeBoer, but I made this point earlier in the week, like. I know, I know, I know some people who have come over from South Dakota with South Dakota sensibilities and done pretty well for themselves in other situations. So, I I think there might be something in the water up there in South Dakota. Um, well, I also so. think it's true that that this idea that you can't, as a Yankee, succeed in this I, that that part of that I don't you know I I, I put no stock in. Um, you don't have to look any further than John Calipari here or than, honestly, Nick Saban when he first came down from Michigan State to LSU. And, you know, it, 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 that part of it, I don't buy. But, like, you're already seeing some recruiting losses, right? Like, like Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. That is going to yeah. happen. Um, and it's just up to him to overcome them. So we shall see. Jeff, you're the best, man. Appreciate you as Thanks always. Thanks for doing it, Jeff. Yep. Uh, here's Jeff Calkins. Um yeah, I'd be I'll be fascinated, but don't don't you agree with that, Jason? That like he is going to start losing some of those games that Alabama is like. Oh, a thousand never... percent. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to keep it up at that level. And it's really going to be the the fan base, you know, holding that against him. E- even if it's just a step down, that won't be enough for them. And that's why ultimately he'll get chewed, he'll get spit out. You know, he'll get chewed up and spit out. I think uh, because again, you're coming after the man. The expectation right now is going to be for Alabama to stay the same. You know, DeBoer's not going to be able to do that. Uh, you, you have to be a national title contender every year. I have, I have my doubts that he'll be able to do that, and ultimately it'll lead to his dismissal. Uh, you need to be talking about their basketball coach laying hands on other, other teams' players. Now, I'm, t- I'm getting I, – I used to be a big Nate Oates fan, but not anymore. Do you see him on that – and, and I tell you this, and Jeff touched on this a little bit, I think. 
If that had been Penny Hardaway putting his hands and pushing a player back, even in a scrum, it it had resonated a lot in a, in a in a different way in terms of cross. Nate Oates is out of control. Remember the preseason shot he sent at Javon Quinley. Remember that he tried to go back and erase it, but said, "Good to have a guy that's a self starter or whatever the comment was." I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but man, I'm really starting to hate Nate Oates. I heard I heard Jeffrey Wright his disdain for him. I'm starting. To, I'm joining Jeffrey that I, I the the. Brandon Miller situation last year, some of the things he said around that. Oh, that dude's a mm, might not be a good person. Did you did you not see this against Missouri when he told the yeah, dude the Missouri dude to go to the other now. side? I mean, I, it, you know, I, he, he didn't push him, put but he put his hand on the, on the guy's chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised at how cool the Missouri coach was about it. That was a yeah. tense game too, and that's what I'm saying. Those players there, and he only added to it with that. I thought, but. Uh, whatever. I just my I I've changed my opinion of Nate Oates with some of the things he's and on court and off, you know, shooting at your former players and Javon Quinley things like that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He remember he was basically saying J- yeah. Javon's not a self starter. I get is that accurate? I mean, the kid's a gamer, and that's what that's what you should say about it. It does not look accurate to me. Yeah, I mean, he's it's starting like, pretty good like, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the deal: where you watch Grizzlies games, it's about to change. Uh, we'll get into that. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.